Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. Today's episode is our 75th. Hard to believe we've gotten here, Joe, but uh, I'm excited we've made it this far. We are sponsored today by Lalo Tactical, www.lalo.com. Use the code Maximus50 right now to get yourself 50% off Maximus shoes. I will let you know they are almost out of stock on all sizes, so get there fast. This code will also work for Grinders, Bloodbirds, and Zodiacs, which are also equally great shoes. Please also go to 10,000.cc, T-E-N-T-H-O-U-S-A-N-D.cc. Use the code Maximus15 for 15% off. Now, Joe, we've been putting out content like crazy. Uh, Some people have actually said that they cannot get caught up, which is a great thing, Um, which means we're providing people with some entertainment. Uh, Like many of uh, the other people in the world, we were kind of caught off guard by this whole virus thing, didn't know what to do. Um, And, and, you know, heartfelt and uh, sincerely, we want to help somehow. So we've been trying and help your fitness and psychological wellness. And hopefully if you're out there listening, this podcast has helped you work on both those things. Um, so Joe, with that in mind, you have a topic that uh, you think would be important for people that we need to talk about. Yeah. So this is a, a tool that I picked up ages ago when I was running my own business. Um, because I noticed I had big dreams. I had big plans for the business. Like I need to do X, I need to do Y, I need to do Z. And then every day I would end up getting to the end of the day and saying, I didn't do any of that. Like, what did yep. I actually end up doing? And I think a lot of people fall into this is they, they end up just kind of being busybodies reacting to everything that happens throughout the day. So imagine you've got this idea of like, OK, I'm going to sit down today and I'm going to I'm going to hone in the website and create this like marketing machine. And I've got all this data and information that I'm going to put into making the best uh, system for finding and retaining new members. Uh, and then you show up for work and the phone rings. And it's somebody who's like, oh, I got to put my membership on hold. Okay, well, I'll do that real quick. And then somebody else walks in like, hey, I I really want to, you know, take a look at the gym and maybe think about signing up. So, okay, yeah, I'll I'll take you through. And and then you get an email and you got to respond to that email. And, you know, and then and then I don't know, the the water pipes burst and you got to put the water pipe thing figured out. And and then by the end of the day, again, you've done absolutely nothing. So I learned this little tool to help make sure that I wasn't getting stuck in that reactive mode and what it is it's it's called the urgent important matrix so what you do is you take a sheet of paper you just draw it into into four quadrants right so just put a big cross in the middle of the paper in the top left quadrant this is where anything that pops up that's urgent and important goes so it's urgent it needs to happen now it's important it needs to happen all right to the right of that becomes the it's important but it's not urgent so it needs to get done but it doesn't need to get done right now The bottom left one is it's urgent, but it's not important. And the bottom right one is it's not urgent. It's not important. So everything that comes in will fall into one of these coordinates, right? So things that are urgent and important, guess what you're working on? Those, right? That's the most urgent, the most important thing. They have to get done now and they have to get done. That's where you put your energy. Anything that's important but not urgent goes on the back burner, meaning we'll get to it when everything else is out of the urgent, important category because it's important but it doesn't need to get taken care of this instant anything that's uh uh not important but urgent you don't need to work on because it's not important and if it's not important not urgent even less so you don't even write that down you just let that fly away and so this way when things pop up the phone rings is that an urgent and important task to answer the phone right then and there at that moment 
Yep. Like you might not know until you pick the phone up, but then as soon as you know what that call's about, you can figure out where to prioritize that. And so really it's just it's just a super quick, super simple way to wrap your mind around all the different distractions that you've got throughout the day and making sure that you're focusing on things. Now the other important aspect of this is recognizing that things shift. And so some of the stuff that's important but not urgent, like let's say there's a deadline on something a month out. Well, if it's a month out, it's not urgent. But if it's a week out, now all of a sudden it's becoming urgent. And so that might end up moving up in the priority list out of one quadrant and into the other. And so you, you have to understand that it is fluent. You know, it does it does move around a little bit. Uh, but I have found that anything that I'm working on, even now during this shutdown, where it's like, okay, like, what do I have to do today? Like, I've got to get a podcast out. So that's kind of urgent. And that's kind of important. So that's my top priority. But a lot of other stuff that I've got working on, it's just not a top priority. So I'm not going to work on that right this instant. I'm not going to tell you we got to stop the podcast because I have to, I don't know, sort through my emails right now. That can be done later. So that's basically it. I mean, it's simple. It's super simple. Yeah, it, it makes complete sense to me. Now, one thing you said earlier, and you can hear the one, our co-host, uh, Babu, <laughs> running around in the back background chasing everybody. Um, the one thing you did mention is things that pop up. So is there two ways to do this? Like, is this something you would wake up and if you knew you had 10 tasks to get done in a day that you would like, would this be helpful to fill it in to start your day? Well, or what, what, is this something honestly, you literally... My advice before you even go any further is don't pick 10 things because you're never going to get through 10 things. Let's just be honest. Like pick the top three and those are your absolute yep. must do. And everything that you pick should be urgent and important. Like it needs to get done. It needs to get done now. And your goal is by the end of the day to hit those things. Anything else falls in where it falls in. So I'm trying to think because I kind of disagree with that. What if you have 10 small tasks to do? Could right. you do? I mean, like. I guess what I'm getting at is how would you organize this? Would you start this every single day and like start throwing stuff out? Or is this literally as like stuff pops in your head? Because no, I think because, it's a great idea. Because I think the issue is like you've got the, the, the big things. And we've been talking a lot about having a 10-year plan, five-year plan, you know, two and a half year plan, a year plan. Like yep. those, those are the things that are first and foremost. You know, these are the big projects. It's it's when a pipe bursts. Okay, is that important? Is that urgent? Well, it might preempt what you've been working on for your your three year plan that day because if you yep. don't, then the whole place floods and you don't have a three year plan. So, so this is more for stuff that happens to come in the door. Yeah, and and I think you got you got to start the day like you said with with a handful of things that you know like these are my goals for today. This is what I want to accomplish when I go into work today. These, these are the big ticket items. I can call today a success if I can check these three boxes, if that makes sense. I think if you if you have 10 boxes, like, eh, I mean, maybe you get them done. Maybe you get three of the yep. 10 done. It's, it's hard to say that's a success. But I would say that even if you've got a list that's 100 things long, you're picking three that day that are your main focus. That are your Those main are focus. Like Any, get- anything else is just a bonus. You might get 50 things done that day. Great. That's a productive day. But your goal yeah, is to get sure. at least those three and those got done, then you can you can go on with other stuff. Well, and I think this would really help people. I mean, I'm just I'm just going to tell you guys, honestly, what I'm doing right now. Uh, I'm watching a baby. Mm-hmm. I'm watching a three year old trying to podcast uh, some stuff from men's health came in today that I have to get done. I've got to film some YouTube videos. Um, I've got to get my workout done because working out's a big part of my fitness. Uh, Joe, you and I talked about, you know, launching an online initiative today, which 
seems uh, urgent to me, but is probably not urgent and important. Um, I've got to make dinner for tonight. I've got to answer some emails. I've got to deal with my corporate clients. Like I can understand how for some people that gets super overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't overwhelmed till I listed all those things off. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, now, so now, now what you have to do is, is you have to look at it and say, well, okay, like, you know, all right, the baby's sleeping right now. So that's not a super urgent, super important task, right? It's kind of taken care of. Yep. If the baby is like on fire, that is the most urgent and most important task at that point. And so in a given moment, like anything can change, but at least you have it sort of sorted in your brain. So you're saying, okay, when I finish the task that I'm on, what's the next thing on my list? And that's, that's what this is. That's what this is helping you because what will happen then is something that's maybe, maybe urgent, but not so important pops up and you're like, well, I can just, I'll just check that box off real quick and just get that out of the way so that it doesn't become a pain later. But then you end up doing so much of that stuff that all you've achieved that day are not important tasks. Or not well, urgent. And I guess I guess it's saying that too, like talking real world, because it's funny because right now it's pretty clear that the baby is hungry. Yeah. Things could hop around from what's the word I'm looking for here? Things could actually hop around from box to box. Yeah, for real. For real. And so, right? you know, so like you said, so so maybe the thing is like right now the podcast is the most urgent and important thing because we're recording live. This needs to get yep. done. This is part of our business. This is part of what we do. Our fans are expecting that. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like the baby's hungry. Well, now maybe the baby's the most important thing, and we got to stop the podcast, you know, feed the baby, and then but, come back to the podcast. Funny enough, Joe, you're yeah. bang on. So I'm going <laughs> to actually walk my laptop inside and fill his bubba up there because he is hungry, and I've got to get him before he starts crying. But it's it's funny that we're talking about this and going through it in real life because I don't think people understand when they're in a struggle what other people go through or how they manage it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like your water running for the bubble right now. But yeah. one of the main things that I try to talk to people about, especially in the realm of fitness, and this probably relates to a whole bunch of other tasks, is people can't seem to find time to train. The problem is that they don't have an issue with time. They have an issue with time management or making stuff a priority. Exactly. Exactly. So it's right? really like just about ways, prioritizing. You know, if if your if your fitness isn't that important to you, then yeah, you're never going to find time for it because there's a million other things that are more important. Yep. And there's also like ways you can handle it too, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's actually funny. This also reminds me of when I had Beanzo all the time when he was younger, um, because like for you know custody, I had him the majority of the time. Yeah. And I actually, because I had to prioritize and run a business, I actually took him to most business meetings with me. Yeah. Because I, I, I couldn't I couldn't find a way to get, you know, what's the word I'm looking for, to get everything done. Yeah. Like as yeah. much as I tried to make priorities, as much as I tried to get stuff done, it's hard to have a sitter every day. Yeah. It's hard to put your kid in. By the way, I didn't want to put him in daycare. So – some of the times the things I did, I got just really good at multitasking. You know what I mean? So it was like, Hey, I'll do the business meeting with him and people had to get used to it. But it's like today I'm doing the podcast while watching the kids while trying to do other things. Now that all sounds well and good because I can do these things at the same time. Like I know you're a great dad and you watch your kids the same time you podcast. Yeah. That's possible. There are things though that you can't do when you multitask and things like that, that I'm referring to are, I've got to call a guy from men's health today. I obviously can't have two conversations at once. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the other thing I would say is, well, you're, well, you're looking at these boxes 
and looking to pick stuff off your list, you might be able to get two done at the same time. But there's no way you can uh, do certain things at the same time. Does yes. that make sense? Yeah, some things are going like to be sort of mutually exclusive. No, I, I, I'm tracking you. So, uh, yeah, I mean, some things it's like you have to do the one thing at the one time. Yep. And so, I mean, you might have, you know, three or four urgent and important items that need to get done and need to get done now, but you can only really focus on one. Then you just got to do that one. That is the most urgent, most important thing. Yep. You know, and, 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 and something may come up and switch that around right quick. But it, it's it's hard to keep moving your focus around. So, again, not a perfect like this is exactly what you're going to do next, but this is what you're doing now. And this is how you're trying to get through the day. And so you, you you have to tackle the tasks like in their entirety or at least as much as you can possibly get done with the resources you have available. So if you only yep. got an hour to work on a, on a problem that's going to take three hours to solve, well, you only put an hour in today and then tomorrow you put in another and the next day you put in another until that problem is solved. So it may not just tick that off entirely that day, but it, it can maybe move it into the not urgent uh, uh, so this, so this is this is something that could span a week too. It doesn't need to necessarily yeah. just be day by day. It, like thing. I said, like it's, it's kind of like a like a living thing that that you're you're carrying with you to just help sort through what's going on in front of you. It really, just really, what it does is it, it just tells you what you really ought to be focused on. You know, yep. uh, you mentioned like fitness, right? For some people, fitness isn't the top priority. And I feel like when I did my my big transformation, like that was one of the shifts that I made was that my own fitness wasn't the priority. And when I made it my number one priority, of course, I'm, I had success with it. Why do you think the number one thing, like you were dialed in for your fitness, so, so you have some experience in this. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people do get distracted? Like what's, what's the root cause of that? Is it a lack of planning? Because I, I will tell you that I've never understood that. Um, don't get me wrong. I understood. I understand the distraction part. I get distracted, but I've never not got my shit done. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, I, you, I think there's there's a lot that happens sort of between that stimulus and the response. Yeah, I think, again, to, Coach Blower said something about that. Like, you know, what happens between stimulus and response is kind of what defines you. Uh, and And for some people, especially if you're at a job that you're there just to collect a paycheck, and you've got a certain list of tasks that you need to get done. And then an email pops up. You're almost excited for the distraction because you're not highly motivated. You know, you're not like so in love with the company that you're you're going to do everything you can to get that one task done. So that that little email pops up. And you're like, you know what? I'll respond to this real quick. You know, and I, and I think for some people, it's almost like Pavlov's dogs here where, you know, they get a little uh, ding, ding, ding on their phone and they're immediately responding to their Instagram or their Facebook. Yeah, that I I notice uh, when you and I are hanging out, like it, a lot of our conversations are like, hang on a second, I got to respond to this real quick, da 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 da, da and then we're kind of back to it. Like we've learned how to manage that distraction, and I've even learned certain times a day my phone is on mute. In fact, most of the day my phone's on do not disturb, and I'm only checking my messages like when I'm ready to sit down and actually answer them. Because I've noticed even just being home these these past you know this past week week and a half now. If if I'm trying to watch the kids and I'm responding to messages as they happen on my phone, I'm just constantly responding to messages. But if I put my phone on mute, I can focus on the kids for an hour and then like, oh, hey, my, my mother-in-law is home. So she's going to watch them for 10 minutes. 
and I can go, you know, grab something to eat real quick. And then I can answer a couple of messages like, oh, geez, there's like 15 of them. Great. I can just pound through and actually give each each inquiry a good focused response instead of trying to balance between like, you know, watching the kids, making sure Max doesn't fall off the table, making sure Jojo's not eating something she shouldn't be eating, what have you. Uh, it, it helps me keep that focus. But that that has you- been learned. Yeah. And, and I was just going to say, do you feel this is a learned behavior? Because I will tell you that I haven't ever done this urgent matrix thing that you mm-hmm. teach of. And I love the way you put it. I've actually never heard of it, but the way you describe that. But I've inherently done that. Yeah, yeah. Like I've been good at managing. But I will tell you what taught me that when uh, me and my first wife got divorced, I had Bino. We didn't know each other then, but I had Bino most of the time. Yeah. And he's my 11 year old. He was one and a half. So he required a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And when you got him by yourself a lot of the time and you're trying to run a gym and you're trying to do business meetings and teach military seminars and keep yourself fit, you learn real fast as, as essentially a single parent what's important and what's not because yeah. you don't have the latitude. Like yeah. you can't screw up anymore. And so I got real good at saying no to people. I mean, that's probably where when I talk to people at like corporate lectures and things like that, and I talk to them about the power of no, like that's probably where I learned that. Well, um, and, and you're also like, because I very, say no to a lot of stuff. But you're also like very driven and, and you have a vision. Like you, you know what you're building. You know what I mean? Like, you know what your goal is. Like, think of it this way. If my goal was to walk across town and I don't know, let's just say there's I'm going to walk up to the courthouse and I'm going to touch the courthouse wall. That's my goal. And I'm not going to let anything stop me. Like, it doesn't matter if people are are stopping to chat with me on the street. It doesn't matter if my phone is ringing. It doesn't matter if there's a cop standing in front of me saying, don't touch that wall. If my goal is to touch that wall, I'm just going to throw all that unimportant stuff to the side and I'm going to achieve that goal. But if I don't have a very clear goal, like, it's really easy to kind of let those distractions push you. That's a really, like, awkward metaphor. Um, but if you know what you're trying to build with your no, career and, and you know that this, this, you know, you've got a meeting with men's health at one o'clock today and you have to be on for that meeting, like you're going to find a way to make sure that the kids are taken care of, that it's not noisy, that you can do all the things that you need to do because that's your goal. If that's just one distraction that's popping up, they might be calling you up being like, hey, Bobby, we want to talk to you about this project. And, and you're, you're feeding a baby and you got the phone like kind of, you know, held on your shoulder and the TV's on in the background and Beans is running around with Weevil, like there's, there could be all kinds of things going on. So how you approach those different things is also dependent on like where your focus is. And all of a sudden like that, you know, men's health is not as important as if that was the thing. But that, that also makes sense to me because your wall analogy is, is a great way to put it to people because that's how I've treated my fitness and my business. Yeah. Now, the other thing interesting is like, if you're trying to touch the wall, I will run somebody the fuck over to get to that wall. Yeah, if I really right. want to do it. That, that's called right? being driven, right? That's just who I am. Yeah. But what I will tell you is, um, hey, Jax, I'm doing a podcast right now. Do you think you could play with that by yourself for a minute? No, because, <laughs> no, because it broke up. Babble. I love now, it. <laughs> now, let me, let me ask you a question, Jax. Do you think fixing the ATAT walker is urgent or important or not important at all? He says it's important. Now, does it need to be done this second? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Could you grab me the ATAT walker and I will fix it? I will shelve the podcast. I will fix the ATAT walker. It's the most important thing in the world. If it does not get fixed. no sense of time, man. 
but I want it now. If you you give it to me, I will fix it. I will shelve the podcast. I will tell Joe to go fuck himself. (laughs) I will fix that for you right now. Go grab it for me. I got you. I just want Ruth, Chloe, and I got hurt there. Yeah, you you give it to me. You and Chloe are not going to get hurt. I will fix the legs, and you are good. (laughs) This is my life. Um, But this is actually funny. This is happening because if you could see me right now, Joe, I'm I'm holding the baby in Uh one hand. I've got a bottle in his mouth. I'm doing the podcast. Um, I'm worried about getting shit from my wife because some some formula spilt on his blanket, and that's <laughs> some sign that I'm going to be an absentee father. I'm trying to fix this damn ATAT walker so Darth Vader can take over the ice planet of Hoth or whatever, uh, or the moon planet of Endor. Here you go, buddy, because um, that's important in in in. in in the world, but yeah. it's, it's funny, like learning this behavior. I mean, shit, when I had beings on my own, dude, I didn't go out for like two years Yeah, because I couldn't fit it in that. Like it was not urgent, not important. Well, just like, imagine right now, if I was like, Hey Bobby, surprise, I'm actually in town. You want to go out and, you know, get some steak tonight. And, and like, you're like, no, my hands are full. You know, like that, that speaks to where your priorities are. If you were just like, yeah, you know, I'll just drop this baby right here on the floor and go out and have steaks with you. Like, well, then that is a shift in priorities. Probably what I would have said at that time, to be honest with you. Yeah. Love you, Joe. And I'm I'm glad you're here, but I cannot make this work because I have to work out. I mean, there was a lot of nights I would work out at night. Yeah. Hey, I oh, oh. <laughs> now you, what are you <laughs> that's urgent and important in your life? Everything. You know? Everything oh. at that stage. <laughs> Back to the no thing, what I was going to talk about um, was that I also learned what I could be tolerant of and what I couldn't be tolerant of mm-hmm. and I what I could force other people to tolerate. So to give you an example of that, you know who DJ Khaled is, right? Yeah. It's really funny. Well, thanks, Jax. He always brings his son everywhere. Right. I don't know. But like when he rang the, the bell at the stock exchange, his son Assad's with him. Yeah. When he goes to the his son Assad's with him. And he's actually I would love it if any of our friends in the media industry could uh confirm this. But he's actually said no to stuff if his son wasn't welcome to come. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's his priority. And so, hey, Jax, do you think you could not climb all over me? I already got your brother in my arms. Do you just want to hug too? <laughs> All right, there we go. We got, we got, we got, a, we got two boys getting burped. We got two boys getting hugged. But Joe, he would flat out tell people, if my son's not invited, I'm not invited. Yes, because he's busy and he's got to spend time together. And I actually learned that because there were seminars that I would teach people would hire me for that I would tell them I got to bring my son, and they'd say no, and I'd say, well, don't hire me. Yeah, and it's really funny because they valued me and wanted me. How quickly they changed their mind on that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like a lot of people, I think, feel – what's the word I'm looking for? Compelled to change the whole schedule around. Oh, that's nice. Thanks for the COVID-19 in the face. <laughs> Appreciate that, buddy. Do you have COVID? Are you a carrier? You're like one of those raccoons was, he, in the city with rabies. I was going to say, he has been traveling a lot lately, hasn't he? <laughs> do, you have a, do you have COVID? No. Okay, i got to put your brother down in here. Can you move? This is, this is actually urgent, Jax. Um, but what I was going to say, Joe, is you learn real quick 
how you can like make time and what you can do and what you can't do and how people will uh, like acquiesce to your stuff when you're so worried about pleasing other people that you can't get your own stuff done. And I feel like that's at the root of the problem too, that we want to please other people or bend to their schedule so much that we forget our own priorities. Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. Like I just learned like, no, this is what I'm doing. This is what's happening. So it's, it's a super interesting thing. And if I was, if I was given any advice to people at home, I would say this stuff actually works. Yeah. I mean, really. but as, as you're sorting through, like trying to figure out like, where, where am I putting my energy? You'll, you'll recognize like the things that you're identifying as important are going to help you yep. hone in on on what it is you're trying to achieve. If 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 it's unclear to you, it's very rare I find that somebody has a very clear goal. You know, very no, like success is defined as X and X is my goal and that's that. Usually it's like it's kind of this gray area and you're not really sure, but you can examine where you're putting your energy and that will tell you what's important. So for example, you might say fitness is your goal, but if every time uh uh you know maple bacon donut comes across your plate, you're eating it. I'm saying your priority is that donut. No, but you also feel people then turn around and make excuses for stuff. I'm actually thinking about some of the posts I see lately. This is why I'm not fit. This is why Corona 19 derailed me. All I do is drink booze all day and like hang out. That was a fucking choice, by the way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it, it feels like and, – and the other thing I was going to say with parenting because the kids are all over this podcast. Have you ever used your kids as an excuse for anything? Uh, only when I really wanted to, like like social yeah, like functions you, you, I don't want to go to. <laughs> love these – how these dads or these moms will post like, I'm a boss. I watched the kids today and managed to make lunch. Is that your definition <laughs> See, that's having very low uh, expectations. <laughs> or the other one is like you like people try to martyr their some themselves out because oh my god, I washed the kids and I shoveled the driveway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Good. Martyr yourself over that. I'm glad that's your bar of like how high to hit. And I really have a hard time with being sympathetic towards that, Joe. Because if you look at today, I've had a business call with men's health. Mm-hmm. Built a set of Legos. I've done all my emails. I did business planning with you. I did the podcast with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent some quality time with these two kids. I managed to get a workout in. I cannot understand how people don't get shit done. And yeah, because they again, they're either not driven or they don't have a goal. And they're just floating around responding to things. You know, like amoeba, stimulus response, stimulus response, instead of going out and making something. Do you think part of the problem is too people get overwhelmed with simple tasks? I think so, I, and that maybe that's part of it is that you know people they're looking at a goal and and maybe they're looking like at a at a long term goal, right? Like I want to lose thirty pounds. Well, guess what? That ain't going to happen in a month. But they're treating it like it's supposed to happen in a month, and then they say, "Well, it's impossible." So then, when a distraction pops up, they're they're eager to jump on it because they don't really think that they can achieve their goal. But if they would look at their goal and say, you know what, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in the next two years, you know, and then look at, well, okay, if I need to lose 15 pounds at the end of the day, that's really only about a pound a month. And I'm already kind of on route for that. 
like then it becomes a little easier to prioritize and to, and to cut through and say, you know what, I don't need that distraction. Or I don't need that distraction. Or, or like you said, the power of no, being able to exert that power and making sure that those little distractions don't get in the way. So, so I was thinking more like not even something bigger and overarching like that. I was thinking when people are complaining, I had this talk actually with someone earlier today. Is this urgent or important, Jax? That's general grievous. That's very important. <laughs> That's general very general urgent. Grievous. That man has no patience. Who's that? General grievous. That, that stormtrooper number designation 259A sub B. Oh. <laughs> Um, I have no idea if that's true or not. I imagine because they're all clones from from that Rex guy, mm-hmm. Commander Rex or whoever he is, uh, the clone guy. But um, Jango Fett, Boba Fett, whoever it's it is. Jang- Jango uh, Fett. But Joe, what I was going to say is that, yeah, that's a big uh, – hi. Hi, are you smiling at me? <laughs> so here's where I'm getting with this. I have got a baby on my knees and he is smiling ear to ear and giggling. Mm-hmm. When I see these parents, and it's really funny with the COVID thing, their biggest concern is when schools are going to open up because they can't handle watching their own kids. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not even talking like trying to lose 30 pounds because, oh, do you have the COVID too? I got a whole house of COVID here, Joe. Yeah. Just, you know, I shouldn't joke about that. It's a no. pretty serious thing. I just got two kids coughing on me. But um, I also beat a disease that kills 20% of all people and COVID's like at 3%. This will be easy for me to defeat if I get this. <laughs> but um, no, I guess what I'm getting at is with the kid. Like I've got a beautiful kid smiling at me. I've got another kid playing Star Wars and doing a podcast. I don't know how these parents complain how being a parent is so hard. Right. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever thought that? Like, have you ever at the end of a day just been so overwhelmed? You're in tears and don't know how you can be a parent or what you're going to do. I just I cannot relate to to people's problems. I mean, what I want to say is welcome to everybody's fucking Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't know. It may, maybe part of it is because, like, I wanted kids, you know, so like you you take the good with the bad. And sometimes, yeah, they're a huge distraction. Sometimes they're a great distraction, you know. No, and, I know, and and, 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 I, and I will give I will give people a pass because it is hard to go from being like a, a severe workaholic. Like I I live for the job. I'm at, yeah. I'm at work. I'm getting stuff done. I'm 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 producing. You know, I'm providing. I'm doing all the things that I set out to do, and then all of a sudden be home for two weeks with nothing to do. That can be a hard adjustment, but it's also that's what you're choosing. Like just because you're home yep. doesn't mean you have to be lazy. Like you can still be productive. You can still do things. Like now's your chance to really pour yourself into those relationships and to really start working on them or to even just realize like the distance that you've had is, is it the toll that that takes and start working on addressing it. Yeah, for sure. But I'll, I'll still go back to the thing, like just handle your business. Yeah. People, people seem, I don't know if phones have ruined them. I don't know if life has ruined them. I don't know if the, the as humans we try to make everything too convenient and too easy has ruined them hold on but, I, have a, I have a very like, urgent and important message for you right now hi so, hello jojo how are you doing good yeah are you being very productive today yeah yeah what have you done today um hello. i like <laughs> just playing just playing did you watch a movie today 
Yeah, was it good? Yeah. What movie did you watch? Tell Uncle Bobby. Cars. Yeah, she got to watch Cars today. That's now her new Ooh, favorite movie. Cars Cars 1 I even with uh, Tomato or Cars 2 with Finn McMissile? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't get to hear that because I got the headphones on. But that was pretty funny. Joe, I'll, Joe, I'll tell you. <laughs> Uh, you know, back when I was watching uh, watching Beano all the time by myself, Cars Two saved my life. Yeah, he how's had that? watched Cars Two nine gazillion times. Oh, I'm sure, I would bet yeah. you if I put on Cars Two because that was just was his. He loved Lord of the Rings, Cars, and Don't Judge, Terminator Two, The Walking Dead, and Conan the Barbarian, and Blade the Vampire Hunter. Mm-hmm. Those were the six that were in rotation. And any one of those movies, if you put them on right now. I could recite it line oh. by line. Yeah, I could do that too, and I didn't have a <laughs> a kid to watch them. That's just me. You know, <laughs> you know, which was actually really funny. We were watching um, the Batman trilogy, mm-hmm. and he actually looked at me. He goes, "Dad, have you ever noticed how Alfred sounds just like Finn McMissile?" <laughs> like, what? He goes, "Yeah, Dad, they sound the exact same." I'm like, "Yeah, because it's." It's it's Michael Caine. Like he's like, no, it's not. It's Alfred. <laughs> I don't know. It's a guy Michael Caine playing Alfred. He's like, no, that's Alfred. We got a whole heated argument about it. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, that's, a, that's but, amazing. But it, it's cute when they're younger. They don't really yeah. know the difference between reality. Anyway, we are digressing, which we do a lot on the podcast. <laughs> but this is I, I think we should start marketing this as the human podcast. I mean, it really is. You know what I mean? Yeah, because really it's just trying to get. Uh, stuff done. But if, if you take anything from this, it's learn how to balance your priorities. And if you're sitting at home listening to this, and I think this is where we can end off, Joe, mm-hmm. drop your fucking excuses. Yeah, like, really. Rather than make excuses, look for solutions like this important, urgent matrix. What do yeah, you call these, it? Uh, that, that works, the priority matrix. But I mean, there's there's tools out there. You know, if, if you're sitting at home with nothing to do, like you know, get on your Kindle and get a couple of books and start reading because that's where you pick this stuff up, you know? Yeah, but it's 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 not hard is my point. And if you yeah. feel overwhelmed, rather than complain, rather than make an excuse, rather than cry and bemoan your situation, how about you just look for a solution? That would be what I would want to do because other people are figuring it out. Why can't you figure it out? Yeah, exactly. Don't don't be so like, proud. Like, take people's advice. There's a reason they're giving it. Yeah, I mean, we're not the first people to have to multitask. No, not at all. You know what I mean? So, um, and and there are people like I look at my life. There's there's the three, uh, I guess the three levels. There's people that 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 they don't know how to figure out just being a parent in a day. Yeah, that troubles me. Or. They don't figure it. They can't figure out how to hold down just a job a day as a single person with no girlfriend and no kids. Mm-hmm. Really? So, so that that to me is like the lowest of the low. The middle level is like I look at myself on the middle level. Like as much as I want to complain, I'm pretty lucky I can work from home. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty lucky I'm surrounded by great people like yourself. I'm pretty lucky I've got some damn good kids and they're all healthy. Like, yeah. Can you imagine an unhealthy kid? What you do? Oh. And then. On the other hand, I look at the CEO of a major corporation who's a wonderful, devoted dad who's, whose kids are special needs and who then fit 1,800 other thousand things into their schedule. Yeah. Like, and that's the person I want to learn from. Exactly. Like, exactly. What, what do you do to get yourself better? Because if you could run your schedule, uh, you know, you could do anything. It's, it's almost like your, your experience as a CEO. Mm-hmm. Like, 
working in the, in, in the jail. Like if you can handle going 12 hour shifts and working midnight, dealing with the toughest of tough. Yeah. Yeah. Working like double shifts, 16 hour shifts. My longest shift ever was 23 and a half hours. Yeah. It must be pretty nice to be at home. I can't imagine. <laughs> it. And I do want to, I do want to shout out to all the healthcare professionals all over the world right now. Um, I have a bunch of family members here in the healthcare industry, but the nurses, the doctors, support staff, the admin people, the the janitors, the yeah. people that work the area, like, I, yeah, I don't know what the right term is, but God bless you. Yeah. Like, thank you for all the effort you're putting in because a lot of people wouldn't be willing to do it. Mm-hmm. And they are. We're stepping up and figuring it out, you know? Yeah, so, I'm, I'm with you. And, and, and I think especially like, well, even now, I mean, we're, we're sitting here on this thing called the Internet. Like there's a lot of IT staff putting in extra hours, making sure the bandwidth's available for this kind of stuff. So thank you. No, for sure. So thank you guys so much. This has been the Human Podcast uh, on behalf of your hosts, Joe Sabula, uh, Blade Hunter Rose Maximus, uh, <laughs> Bobby Maximus, the one known as Babu. Um, Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, uh, the chief of Ewoks, whose name cannot be pronounced in English. Um, we would like so to thank special, you for listening. Special guest uh, JoJo. Special guest JoJo. I forgot about her. Joe, we've had everybody <laughs> on the podcast today, but hopefully you guys enjoyed this nonsense. Um, subscribe. We need people to subscribe to the podcast. So if you're a listener, go subscribe right now so you get these regularly. It helps us produce more. And please visit the inner circle. Go to the maximuspodcast.com. Click the drop down. Click join now. And uh, we'll continue the conversation there. Because you're the last of a dying breed.